Oh my goodness, only a few days left and we are going to be in 2023. I kept thinking, what do I wanna bring you today? What topic could make enough of an impact that it could actually nurture some of your intentions or start your brain spinning around attainable health goals or provide the momentum needed to put thoughts into action? Mm. Full disclosure, I'm on vacation with my family and my current intentional time is mainly family focused right now, but I also am incredibly excited what the new year can bring for my clients, my members, and my listeners, you. And I hope to forever pour inspiration, wisdom over you in these moments that you might need it most. When do people need to keep their inspiration and their wise mind the most sharp? Guess what? Especially when it comes to health and fitness, we need to stay sharp around New Year's. When all of these other things are creeping in that can throw us from what we know could work for us or what we know could be the most healthy for us. So today I bring you a colleague and friend, Robin Sachs, who is a confidence and mindset coach. We have worked our way through the entire alphabet this year, bringing you coaching tips from A to Z. Today, we finish our time together on the letter Z and incorporate intentional New Year's planning and thinking. So if what you have done in the past doesn't seem to be working, isn't it time to try something new? If we change nothing, nothing will change. Maybe your first change this year can be just listening to Robin and I as we equip you with the knowledge and the power to transform your body and your brain. Are you intrigued? Stay tuned. Thank you so much for joining me. I am your host, Lindsay House, registered dietitian, private trainer, accountability coach, author. I have been working with clients for over 13 years, passionately changing the culture of health and fitness. I'm out here smashing scales, helping individuals rewrite the rules to what success looks like in their life. I want to change generational thinking, no more all or nothing mentality, get rid of the diets and believe in the individualized journey. We are stronger than we will ever accept and beautifully made just the way we are. Keep your eyes on your own paper and trust your own path. Thank you for trusting me and letting me be a constant encouragement through your week. Let's get this motivation started. Welcome to your podcast, Direction Not Perfection. Good morning or afternoon or evening, depending on where you are watching us from. Robin Sachs, Lindsay House, two coaches Cheers. on a mission. Cheers. And, and this is exciting. It's one of those where, oh, it's it's sad because it's kind of the end of something, but it's wonderful because every ending is a beginning of something else. So, you know, we have walked through what we've called the ABCs of your success in 2022 this year. We have every couple of weeks or so popped on and gone through the alphabet letter by letter and brought you some thoughts from a couple of coaching perspectives that hopefully have given you things to grab onto, um, take some action with, try some new things, or even just go, huh, I never thought about that before. And maybe it made a little bit of a shift in your head or even just planted a seed because nothing grows until you plant a seed, right? So hopefully we've planted seeds. Hopefully maybe we've moved you to action. And we are on Z today. Um, so we've got some good Z words, and then we also want to talk a little at the end about some things that we're going to encourage you to do, challenge you to do. We're going to talk about what do you do with all this stuff now 
And then also what we're going to be doing in 2023 a little bit to give you a heads up on that. So hi, Lindsay, how are you? Oh, good. Hi, Robin. I was just going to say, this isn't a Z, but we're taking a moment as we cheers. I don't, to this morning it's coffee, but I like to call these champagne moments of acknowledging a fact that we've come from a start to a finish. And this whole ABC's alphabet, like it was no small feat, but little by little we got it done. And I know we keep saying that, but a reason to like stop and say first for you, Robin, thank you. Thank you for organizing mm -hmm. Yes. Letting me just show up. And, and we, you know, like, I feel like I've changed in this process just from showing up often with you. And again, in those small ways. And I was just telling my husband that I was taking him to the airport this morning. I'm like, this is, it's one of those things that like, you can't sometimes plan it all out. I just feel like it's been so nice to have this accountability. Like you've been this accountability partner without knowing you've been an accountability partner <laughs> for me. <laughs> so that's what we want from our listeners too, to be able to sit back and take in information and take some action with it, walk out and do something with it. Um, which is making me look at our zigzag word, our double Zs to maybe start with. Because I think that you and I have done a lot of zigzagging this year around there's been moments where I had COVID, you had sickness in your family, kids have needed us, and we've we've zigged and zagged and still made everything happen. I would like to know your talk around this zigging and zagging with your clients. Where do you see this really come into play? Uh, so big picture, if, if I had a sentence or two to answer that question with, it would be this. Life is not a straight line. So if your daily life isn't an anticipating and actually embracing zigging and zagging, you're missing all the good stuff. And you're going to be disappointed often because there is no get on this path and go. That doesn't work. There's a, hey, I see a path, how to get from here to here. That looks beautiful. But let's all be honest with ourselves. How often has something played out exactly like you planned it or thought it would play out, yeah. right? Even if I'm driving from here five minutes away to somewhere I go all the time, maybe there's construction today. Maybe there's an accident. Maybe there's something going on in the road and you got to, you just have to detour, and yeah. if, you, if you kind of look at life as just a series of detours and not being afraid by that, and what I mean by that is going, one, it's going to happen, so just expect it. Don't expect mm -hmm. it not to, to detour. Two, know that if you know kind of where you want to go anyway or where you're headed, even when you go on a detour, you know how to get back. So like detours aren't going to get you lost. Oftentimes, detours even have signs, so you can't get lost if you're paying attention. And that's the key. Zigging and zagging, in conjunction with paying attention, is, is, is huge. Because if you pay attention, you won't be scared by zigging and zagging. You won't be scared when you do have to take a detour or something else comes up. And if you're paying attention while you're on a detour working to get back to where you'd like to be or need to be or want to be, you might see things that you wouldn't have seen had you just gone down that straight road all day long. And yeah. sometimes those are the things that turn into amazing 
things in your life. And, and you know, Lindsay, I, thank you for the kind words. And I echo everything back. And I will say that our entire journey has been a zigzag. A year ago, we didn't know each other. Mm-hmm. And again, we met on your podcast, Direction Not Perfection. And after the podcast, we started talking. And I think we were like, hey, we should keep talking. I don't know why. I don't but <laughs> and it was just like we should. And, and so you don't always have to know why you're zigging and zagging. But sometimes if you're paying attention, you go, there's, I wonder if there's something here. Maybe we should talk. And we talked and we're like, why don't we try something? And it was literally fly by the seat of our pants, kind of, because it was like, I don't know, why don't we walk through the alphabet, right? (laughs) It was was just very kind of, let's do this. And like you said, it was zigging and zagging for the past, what, 10 months. It was, hey, I can't do next week, so why don't we double up the following week? Or, "Uh uh-oh, hey, I got to move this, can we do that? And it was never, ever, ever a, "Uh uh-oh, there's a detour, roads closed, let's stop. It was always, hey, the road's closed this week. There's a detour. Let's go ahead and figure out when else to do it. Yeah. And then you just do it. And I I love what you said, Lindsay. Life is about showing up. Success is about showing up. Everything is just about showing up. And if you show up in bite-sized pieces, all of a sudden it starts to create something that you go, Oh, interesting. We had no idea what we were doing or why we were doing it, but we did it because it was fun and it was interesting. And to your point, I learned a ton from you. We coached each other so many times when we were on and just getting those different perspectives and going, that's interesting. I never thought about it like that or how you can take one concept and take it in two totally different directions. That's just energizing. Mm -hmm. And take that stuff because of zigzags. It doesn't matter what detour you're on, do it anyway. Just keep just keep going. Yeah. And if anybody missed yesterday, we talked, it was wise. So we had yeses, heck yeses, and heck no's. <laughs> like how easy that should feel. This time with you, Robin, has been like an easy heck yes. And <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's I that's a takeaway too, because I think all of us listeners have been in moments where we're going, Am I showing up to something? Because I feel like I should. Like, even though you and I didn't know exactly like how we wanted it all to play out, it continues to be a heck yes. And like Robin and I are talking about doing some, some real time coaching for you all, my Arkansas for y'all next year (laughs) and letting you see us coach each other as well as pulling on other listeners. So plug that in. We're going to start a little sign up sheet of who wants to be power coached live but um, but yeah, just that yes component and just pulling that back in from yesterday is that it should feel like that. And if it doesn't, there's probably a reason why it doesn't. It's probably not like the perfect fit or the right fit. So just again, to rehash that out, that's really important. And and then it makes the zigging and zagging easy because it is a heck yes. Like I still, no matter what, want to keep showing up. I'm not looking for excuses not to. So if you're looking for excuses, there there might be a little underlying uh, something you need to examine, <laughs> you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So I, I have I to just, it. I'm talkative to this morning. I must have too much coffee. Sorry, Robin. <laughs> you think you are me? <laughs> <laughs> I have one more thing to say on zigzagging, and then we, we can leave it. 
But I feel like this is what kicks people out of routine in my industry and nutrition and then fitness. That the second to your point of like life's not a straight line, it's all over the place. And if we have that expectation, we keep talking about expectations and how they can really wreck us. Because if our expectation is we're going to pack a lunch, we're going to eat our lunch in the office, we're going to snag a workout after work, and we're going to read our book that's helping us or work on work at eight o'clock. Well, what happens if the day brings a sick kid and school calls? Or what happens when you show up at work and there's a birthday party and now you're all going out to lunch? Like it never is how we expect it to be. So if we can't zig and zag and be flexible in that day, then like I would say three out of the seven days out of the week are going to consistently be not what you think they were. And then that's enough for people to be like, I'm failing. This isn't going how I've planned it. I'm never sticking to my plan and therefore I'm failing and therefore I'm not motivated anymore and I fall off this. And I'm horrible and I'll never be able to do this. And and it's, it's, my goodness, can it spiral? Yeah. Yeah. It's the person who can go, I wore my pedometer. I still got 10,000 steps today. Even if the workout didn't happen, I went out to lunch with my coworkers and I ordered lean and green. I went with a chicken breast and some veggies on the side and at night and I didn't get work done. So I set my alarm a little earlier the next day. Like that's what Robin and I mean by zigging and zagging. It is the ability to flex and flow and expect that versus expect expecting it to work how we think it should work. And that's my tying it up with a bow. Okay. <laughs> and, and you know what? I, I love that you, you brought that perspective in, Lindsay, because I think a key thing to remember, because we, this is just human nature. We do this, all of us, with things. One, life's not going to look the way it, you think it's going to look all the time. And that's okay. Yeah. That's Okay. And so it's not an an attack on us. It's not an, oh my goodness, I've gone from 60 to zero instantly. And I I love that you brought that in that, you know, it's it's a matter sometimes of, if I said, I want you to write down your plan for the week and you're a success if you've completed 50% of it. Mm -hmm. You know why? Because if you didn't, if you just went with the flow with life and and didn't and and said I can't do this I don't have time for this oops that got messed up today you would do 0% of it by the end of the week yeah. so instead of shooting for 100% in perfection which is please don't ever do that that's not a real thing shoot for 50% success means I did 50% of what I planned to do this week in this place in my life because you've already done it half you've already succeeded half as much more it's the old do something instead of nothing. Right. And so, you know, give yourself a chance to go, this is what I'd like to do. Realistically, life's going to come at me, so I'm going to do this probably. I'm going to shoot for this, but I'm going to be really happy with this because this is actually what I need to do to accomplish what I want to accomplish. Yeah. 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 Nailed it. Agreed. Uh, amen. I apologize for the brief interruption, but as we head into the new year, I have a few encouragements to throw your way. Don't forget to fuel both your body and your brain as we think through positive actions that we could be taking into 2023. Yes, we need to work on healthy eating, on sleep, 
on movement. However, I also find it extremely important to feed and fuel our brain with motivational, inspirational content, people, messaging. What if every time you scrolled through social media, you had a word of encouragement waiting for you? A tip, an insight, a challenge that's going to inch you forward in your goals. What if we curated our social media, our social scene, our books, you get the point, to information that we are welcoming in, that's bettering our days? Well, one place you can start is by joining our free Direction Not Perfection community. You can direct message me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn and just request to join the group or head over to healthaccountabilitycoach.com and there's a clickable link waiting for you that will direct you right into our group. So get excited. New fun things that I'm gearing up for in the new year. And one example is some live power coaching with another coach that I absolutely love and adore, Robin Sachs. She balances me out because she comes from a confidence and mindset coaching background. And we're going to take listeners' questions as well as volunteers who would like to be power coached. And we're going to do this live on LinkedIn, and I will be sharing the video in our direction, Not Perfection community, as well as other content that can be motivational, again, inspirational, just someplace that you can go to feel encouraged. I'm trying to set you up with as many tools as possible for this healthy, happy new year. And another way I'm doing this is with our interviewed guest today. So without further delay, let's get back to this interview. Is this a good segue into zapping our New Year's resolutions? Yes. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm going to. Do you want to start with this one, Lindsay? Oh, no, you you rock it out. I'm going to sit back and bring my caffeine level down. I have hot water in my cup, by the way. This is uh, just me enjoying a little warmth. This is you taking the husband to the airport and going, I have a day. I have a day. No, I yes. And now, okay. All right. So zapping your old resolutions. So I, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Because I know that we all do this as human beings. We've all done it before. Many do it all the time. And it's okay. No judgment, just awareness. This is all about awareness. You cannot change anything until we have awareness. So once you're in a place of being aware, you're in a powerful, powerful place because you can choose to do something different if you'd like. Zapping resolutions. Here's what I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with with this. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that you have... You, meaning anybody listening, you have made a resolution at some point for New Year's that you have made at least three times, maybe at least five times, possibly 10 times, 11 times. We tend to get into these ruts where we go, this year's going to be different. I know I've said it before, but I'm really going to do it this time. And we say that to ourselves and they're all lies because the reality is, again, they're, they're heartfelt. We really, truly, honestly want to do it this time. What often gets in the way is, one, we don't actually set, it, set ourselves up for a positive outcome. We don't actually, we think in terms of things like goals instead of action steps and habit changes and things like that. So the things that actually get you to what you want 
are not things like creating the goal and keeping your eye on the prize. Well, those are good things to check in with occasionally, but at the same time, so what are you going to do today? And what are you going to do tomorrow? And then what are you going to do again the next day? Those are the only things that are going to get you to what you want, no matter how much you keep your eye on the prize and want it. So if we challenged you to say, you are not allowed to make a resolution this year that you have ever made before. You cannot do that. It's off the table. It is a non-negotiable. You're not allowed to do it. What completely different resolution might you make this year? What is it you want to change or do differently? Why? That why is huge. And what are you going to do? In other words, what are the action steps you're going to take? What are you going to do each day? What's going to go on a habit tracker, right? What's going to go on your watch? What's going to go on your calendar, your phone? How, uh, there are so many wonderful apps and tools and things you can use to just track stuff. What are you going to track and why? Because what gets tracked gets done. Okay, I'm going to let's play this for a second. This is like a, a prime time to show our audience what power coaching would look like. I'm your client. I hear you, Robin. I should set new goals. I don't my goal is still weight loss. I still want to lose weight. But you're telling me to set new goals. Yeah. So so look? let me ask you a question. Um First question. And, and just curious. How many times have you set the resolution to, to lose weight? At least 15 years in a row. Okay, okay. And question, just from an awareness standpoint, let's get curious. Each of those 15 years, have you done the same thing, similar things, or different things to try and accomplish that? Probably a little of both. Sometimes I join a gym and then I get frustrated because I fall away from going to the gym by like February. A lot of times I'm telling myself I'm going to cook out of my kitchen more and then life happens. So it's normally surrounded by wanting to cook more and going to a gym. Okay. All right. So third question for you. Is your life ever stressful? Always. <laughs> okay. So now this is something fascinating. And this is just a little lesson about our brain and our body, how our brains and bodies actually work. Because we're just machines. We're literally machines, right? And that's why anything we consume, whether it's things that we listen to, people we surround ourselves with, whether it's things we eat, right? Anything we literally take into our brain or our bodies impacts us. It either moves us towards what we're wanting or it moves us away from what we're wanting. That's literally what, what is the saying you probably know, I've heard it, everything you, you put into your, everything you input into your brain or body either creates wellness or creates illness or something like that. Garbage right? in, garbage out. <laughs> garbage in, garbage out is the easy way to say it, right? So mm -hmm. here's what we're going to do to shift things. Would it be correct in saying that your focus for 15 years, even though you've done some different things, has been mainly focused on exercise and food changes? Yes. Okay. Here's what I'm going to challenge you to do. We're going to set up a stress-less plan for you. So I want you to forget the food and the exercise right now. What we're going to do is we're going to do some things for the next two months that are just about lessening your stress. And here's why this is important. When we have high stress levels, we often live in the fight or flight state. 
So our broad bodies and brains are always kind of at that fight or flight point, right? Our brains are always on alert. They're ready to shoot out cortisol and adrenaline. Our breathing's all up here. It's never down here usually, right? All of our blood is rushing from our, our vital organs out to our extremities because that's part of fight or flight. I got to get ready to fight or to run. And so one of the things that shuts down in your body during fight or flight is digestion, because your body in fight or flight, your brain takes over your body in fight or flight and goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. Calories are energy. And so here's what's going to happen. If I'm stressed all the time, my body's going, what's wrong? What's wrong? We got we to gotta fight or run. And guess what's happening? Your brain's sending messages to your body going, hold the calories, hold the energy. We might need those to fight or to run. And so what happens is just from a physiological standpoint is I can be eating perfectly. I can be exercising, moving perfectly. If my stress levels are constantly up here, all of that is for naught because your body is grabbing it and holding it going, hey, hey, hey. It's, it's the same thing. Sometimes that happens with water weight, right? When we hold water weight, we don't want to drink water because the thinking is, oh, my goodness, why am I going to put more water in? When in reality, your body's holding water because it's not getting enough and it needs that. So it's going, give me more water. If you started drinking water, all of a sudden the water weight will flush off because your body is getting what it needs. So we're going to shift gears. We're going to come back to food and movement because those are key components of being healthy and, and, and having a, maintaining a weight, right? Achieving and maintaining a weight that, that we would like. Absolutely. But we're not going to start there. We're going to throw that out. Don't even worry about it right now. So what we're going to do is set up a plan about stress management for the next two weeks or two months. We're going to start there. And then in March 1st, we're going to figure out where we are with that. And we're going to slowly start adding in a little bit of movement because movement's kind of the easy part, believe it or not. There's lots of ways we can bring that in without calling it exercise because we're not going to call it exercise anymore. Because exercise for 15 years, my guess, sounds like a chore or another thing on the calendar that I keep missing. So we're not going to call it exercise anymore. All right. We're going to call it some different stuff. And that's where we're going to start. How does yeah, start? I love this. I hope our listeners are hearing the fight's the same. You're still fighting for ultimate weight loss. But Robin has shifted your momentum and your goals your actions towards stress, which that is like an underlying rooted problem that unless we address it, even if we get fitness and um, nutrition good for a couple months, it will fall away again because the promise is that stress will be there again and it will derail your actions and your habits. So what I also think would be fun that is rewind. And Robin, what if I would have said, as you said, do you feel like a stress is part of this? What if I would have said, no, and that's the weird part. I feel like I have all this time in my day and yet I'm still not taking actions. Love it. All right. So let's switch gears. So my first question is going to be, again, let's get curious. Because again, keep in mind, coaching is not about judgment. It's about getting curious. It's here's what I'm doing or not doing. Let's get curious about why. What's getting in the way of doing or not doing certain things? So that, that idea of curiosity is key. So Lindsay, um, curious. 
So it sounds like you, you have the time, right, to do the things you want to do. You you have the energy, right, or the the attitude to to yes, I can do this, right? I'm not I'm not being held back by stress or anxiety or overwhelm. <clears throat> Excuse me. So do you let's get curious for a moment. Do you know what's getting in the way? Any ideas that you have? I feel like I could throw out possible guilt. I definitely have moments in my day where I feel a little guilty that I have all this free time that I can go spend it at the gym or I can go do like a hobby or cook more where other people can't find that time in their day. Okay, valid, very valid. So let me ask you a question. What do you do instead with that time? Sometimes I get caught up in a TV show or I can find myself scrolling on social media. Okay, so question. Based on what you said earlier, just curious. Can people who don't have the time do that either? No. <laughs> is is there something that shifts where that's not a guilty feel, but the other thing does bring a guilty feel? Just curious. Maybe it's one's intentional and one is just accidentally happening through the day. <clears throat> I love the word you just used, intentional. So here's what we're going to shift. I love that, <clears throat> you know, I, I want you to embrace the idea that you do have the time and you do have the ability to, to do some of this stuff. But I also want you to do the things that you mentioned also, because they're things you obviously enjoy doing, right, and feel good about. So we're not going to all of a sudden take all your time. But here's what we're going to do. How many episodes might you watch if you sit down to watch your favorite series? At one My plan is to just watch one and then, you know, it can shift into two or three. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to actually set up a little bit of a schedule, a very loose schedule. Okay. And we're going to kind of make this a game actually. So you're allowed to watch two episodes of any show you want every single day. You're allowed, right? So let's say they're half hour episodes. Would that be fair? Say an hour. Yeah. So we're actually going to black out the time. So you can do it one of two ways. You can watch them both in one sitting, or you can watch one and go do something and watch another one. But you're allowed to watch two a day. So we're putting that on the to-do list for the day, so to speak. All right. We're also actually going to schedule in, hey, for this 15 minutes, I'm on Instagram scrolling, right? I'm wherever I go to scroll, whatever social media. We're going to put those things in so that absolutely those are still things you do and enjoy. Here's what else we're going to do. Do you have a family, Lindsay? Or any kids? I do. Okay. I actually have four kids, but they're all in school. Okay. And my husband's at work until seven o'clock at night. All right. So awesome. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to grab that guilty feeling and we're going to throw it away because we're going to shift the mindset a little bit. Actually, it's that, that ability you have to maybe prep some food or to make something or to shop or to do whatever. And the ability to be able to go out for a, a long walk or something like that or a jog or, what, or go to the gym, whatever you want to do, put a yoga video on, all of those things, there's no longer guilt attached. The guilt would be if you didn't do any of those things mm -hmm. because all of those things contribute to other people. Those things actually aren't about you, right? If I do prep, my, my family gets some healthier meals. So it's not just about me. I'm, I can do that for them. I can add value for them, right? If I keep myself healthy, I keep myself in a place where if I give me what I need, 
I can be the best you for all of you as well. I can do those for you. So we're going to think about guilt comes from when we think, well, it's all about me and I, other people don't have this or I'm taking away from them. You can't have guilt if you keep your focus outward and go, by me doing this, I'm actually helping four people. By me doing this, I'm giving them something of value that they don't have the time to do. How great that I do to be able to help them still have some of that. So by taking the focus from inward and putting it back outward, the guilt completely does a 180. Because now I almost feel guilty for not doing those things since I do have the time to do it. So we're going to build some of that into a little schedule. It's going to be something easy. It's not going to take up your whole day, but we're going to make sure all the things you currently do that you enjoy are in there, but also one or two things that you have the time to do, have the ability to do, want to do. If we take that guilt away and just put it down and remind you, you're going to do this for the next half hour because that benefits your entire family and is going to make you feel great, not guilty. That's a shift that is a game changer. So I'm loving this. I'm going to step out of this role model or this uh, role play mode for a second so that our listeners can understand you just saw two scenarios of totally different reasons why people fall off. And anyone listening, can you tell that when somebody else starts to give you permission, mm -hmm. like Robin giving me permission to put a schedule into my day, and now I have accountability to Robin, that I told Robin I'd do two episodes and that I'm going to find, we didn't quite get there, but we would have this like hour patch of food prep and a walk that I would care to show up to it because I committed outwardly to it. And we're going to, we would reunite next week and talk about it and assess how the week went. And if if that flowed well for me, then we'd probably hit the re repeat button. And if it didn't, back to unbury like uncovering those barriers of, well, why? Okay, maybe we didn't hit the nail on the head. Maybe it's not about guilt. Maybe it's not about stress. Maybe those are the things that always quickly come to the top of your mm -hmm. mind or come out of your mouth, but it actually is three more layers deep. Mm -hmm. And I know that we're hitting this coaching thing hard in these last couple of sessions, but like, that is the beauty of it. Like Robin went someplace totally different with stress and took away the idea of weight, but we're still fighting for what we think we're fighting for, but our goals look different. <laughs> okay. Yes. And, and, you know, it's along with that, you know, so often, Again, whether you're you're seeking out a coach professionally, personally, whatever, I, I love when you said sometimes it's a layer deeper than where you always think it is. And so if we're always starting from the wrong place, that that alone might be why it's never worked. If we start from a slightly different place, now it almost becomes it, it becomes doable. And if you make it doable, it becomes a little easier for you to be able to, to move forward with, which is great. The other thing with that is. You know, sometimes, and I just totally lost my train of thought, what I was going to say. Ah, sometimes I, I had to hit rewind in my brain for a second. It was there. Uh, you know, a lot of times, especially if we keep doing the same thing over and over, but we expect a different result. And of course, we don't get it because we're not doing it very differently than we ever have before. A lot of times it's the, I don't know where to start. Mm -hmm. or I know exactly what I want, 
but I don't know what to do. And sometimes the beauty of a coach or somebody outside of you, it's so much easier for an outside person to look in and go, oh, well, you want to do what? Oh, well, where are you now? Okay, where do you want to go? Okay, well, here are the roads to take to get here. And, mm -hmm. and I always, I kind of equate coaching to, if, if somebody gives you an address and you've never been there before, what do you do? Do you just drive around the city for days hoping that you'll find the street? No, you, you go get a map. And the map instantly tells you if you want to go from here to here, here's exactly how you do it. Here's like three ways to do it, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Hey, do you want to take highways? No. You want some tolls? No. You want side streets? Hey, you want the long, nice nature drive? Or do you want the quick direct drive? You're allowed to go. There's so many ways to get where I want to go from where I am. But if you keep approaching it the same way and you never just go, let me put a map together and follow the map, you're not going to get there. Or if you do, it's going to be so exhausting and difficult and just it's going to be a complete energy suck. And good luck with motivate, being staying motivated with that, right? Um, or, or hating, not hating the process. So it's no coaching is no different than getting a map and saying, here's several ways to get there. Let's let's get on one of these roads and start going. If yeah. this is the perfect road for you, hey, you can get where you want to go. If it's not, oh, we've got this other route. Let's go this way. Because all of those roads will get you where you want to be. Some of them are going to be more comfortable for you. And that's the goal. Because if it's comfortable for you, if it's more fun, if it's interesting, if it's more curious, if there's something in it for you that you go, whoa, this actually isn't a burden anymore, like it always was, now you're going to be much more willing to move forward with it. And it's going to be easier because it's going to be doable and you're going to know exactly what to do. That's what coaching's about, hopping on and printing out a map with several directions and then having that navigator pop on and go turn left at the next intersection turn right. That's exactly what a coach is. It's a GPS for your life. Oh, that's so good. Yes. And so I feel like just so in case people lost where we started with this, we were telling you not to pick the same goals that you always pick, zap your past resolutions. And this is your year to really pick something different and consider putting coach accountability in your journey for that GPS type feeling. I'm loving that analogy. And the other thing that Robin and I, we got off our call yesterday and kind of got super passionate about was the not only nourishing um, as we go into the new year, our bodies, but nourishing our brain. And we're going to kind of summarize all of this as we wrap up today, because this is so important and it's a tool that people don't utilize. We, we always think work out. We always think eat healthy. But what if we put all of that time and energy into what we were allowing our ears to hear and our eyes to see? And where would that leave us? I'm going to give a couple examples and then throw the mic back over to Robin here. But, you know, when I went out on a journey, I say this a lot, but I have this habit of when I cook dinner at night, pouring a glass of wine, and it's just like... You know, it's just habit. And I'm like, I'm kind of done letting this just be because it is like last year was my year. I'm like, I'm going to kind of tackle this. 
And so what I did was I read a book about a drink less lifestyle and I plugged a podcast into my ears and I did all of those actions every day without expectation of really understanding if that was going to help or not. And I'm telling you, it was a game changer. I picture somebody who's trying to lose weight. You should be listening to some podcast people who talk your language, your, your momentum of weight loss. And you should be having a book by your bedstand that, or in car line when you're picking up your kids that you can flip through that gives you some like constant motivation momentum throughout the day. Pick your poison, sleep. What if sleep is your nemesis? Okay, are you listening to experts right now? Are you reading about it? Because if you're not, like we're missing this whole other side of motivation that like, why aren't we doing that? I don't know. Where's your brain go with that, Robin? I, I love that. And you know, a lot of times, and I, I'm going to use this example, and and I, I don't mean it to be anything other than it, it was a friend's experience. Um, I had a friend who struggled with weight her entire life. Um, completely an emotional eater. She literally for 30 years, every year did all of the usual suspects, so to speak, right? Over and over and over and over. And every year it was going to be different. And at one point she went, because of course she blamed herself. Everybody always does, right? And I, I, I worked with somebody several years ago who, who was in the weight loss industry, um, actually the no diet industry. And what her thing was always, um, uh, you know, diets, you have never failed on a diet. Diets have always failed you. Mm -hmm. And so I started passing, I started kind of introducing this friend to that philosophy and saying, here are some people that from that client, I know talk about this in a very different way. And it's truly about emotional eating and mindful eating. And what is that? And, and, you know, ditch the diet and all of those things. Long story short, she started jumping into that that type of thing. And we I literally had her start a brand new Instagram account. And the only thing she was allowed to do on that Instagram account was follow people who talked about this stuff, nothing else. And so what she had is she literally had a place to go instantly with a click in her hand 24 seven, anytime she needed to get back in that mindset or wanted to be reminded of something or see something that she goes, yeah, that makes sense. I get that. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. All she had to do was go to this place and 100% of what popped up was supporting that. And so she was able to create a place to go that she had with her at all times. And you know, you can do that, like Lindsay said, with a with podcasts. Find one that's amazing and listen to it. Listen to it when you're in the car, right? Listen to it if you do go out on a walk or take the dog outside or whatever, right? Go driving to the grocery store, driving to work, whatever. It's amazing how much time we have in the car or when we're walking the dog that we can be using to have our brain feed our brain with the support of things that are actually going to help us as opposed to, and in this case, what this friend realized was I spent 30 years walking into rooms and sitting down with people who were exactly like me and I did nothing different or new because we all had the same challenges and we were all told to do the same thing. And I knew one size didn't fit all, number one. Number two, it never worked. 
Number three, I was surrounded by people who had the same challenges as me, as opposed to now being surrounded by people who are already doing it differently. That's why they don't have the challenge I have. And so I, was, I realized I was never going to learn how what I needed to do differently. People who didn't have the weight problem did things differently than I did. So now she got excited about learning what they do as opposed to learning what we're all still doing and we shouldn't do. And that puts the blame layer on and all of those things. And so that shift of having a place to go, whether it was a specific social media account, specific podcast, audio books you can get from the library for free, or if you, you're in Audible, any of that kind of stuff, they're everywhere. Um, you know, and I'm going to throw one more Z out. You know what? Zero out your inbox. <laughs> one of the things you can do is go through your inbox and kind of do an audit. Audit was the word I was looking for yesterday, Lindsay. Yes. <laughs> there it is. It just popped in. Audit. Do an audit and zero out your inbox. Look at subscriptions and things that you've had for years of newsletters and people you followed and stuff that just pop up all the time that I'm just going to say it, even though this isn't the intention, make you feel less than because they're telling you the things you should be doing that you know you're not doing. And if you're surrounded by that all day long, that's going to take a toll. And that whole personal blame factor comes in. Unsubscribe. Block get rid of them, whatever you need to do to have them stop coming in and go find yourself one or two people that you love to follow, that you found on social media, that you love their newsletters, their podcasts, that every time you click in and see something, even if you just read the headline, it reminds you of what you're doing right. It reminds you of you've got more control than, you, than you, you're telling yourself. It reminds you that you don't have to be 100%, be 50% and you're amazing right? Or here's a little tip that you might not know. Or even here's something diets always told you that actually isn't correct. It's out of context. And so let me just educate you for a moment on one thing. That's the stuff to surround yourself by. And sometimes it's a matter of stop trying, right? Stop trying so hard to do the thing you're trying to do and take a couple of months and just surround yourself with this information and education and support, and then go back and start doing it differently. What I think is cool about what you're saying and the permission to don't worry about change, just like pull in different information for a moment, is that the change accidentally happens within that permission to let it all go. And there was a book that I started reading and she started the book this way. You could look at this with all of the things I was just talking about, whether it was sleep or drinking less or um, eating less, like trying to cut out nighttime eating. She gave permission, keep doing. I actually encourage you to keep doing what you're doing while we're starting these beginning few chapters and we're learning because we're shifting our unconscious brain. So anybody who's listening going, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could put it in. I don't believe that it's going to make a difference. Whatever. Just show up to the action because the promises, whether you truly understand this or believe this, your subconscious mind is changing because you are hearing. And that's the danger of seeing or hearing things that aren't good for you. 
you can think that they're not affecting you. They are. <laughs> the promises they are. They're, your subconscious brain is taking that all in and using it how it will. So we can use that to our benefit too. If we put all that positive, curate your social media, your what exists in your house, all of that, because it will accidentally provide more health for you, better mind state, all of that. So yeah, I, and you know what, Lindsay? I, this was uh, this was something that I, I did with a client recently, and just I think it's worth sharing, just based on what you just said, because so much of this is about instead of saying, "Here's what I want," just go get it. Make make your life what you want. Create that environment. And there there was somebody I was working with recently was we did an exercise about. Um, what she wanted life to look like because she was struggling and going through some financial things, going through some job things and, and stuff with the kids and things. And it all sort of, it was overwhelming and piled on all at once. And her big thing in the moment was I, I have no time for me. I have no energy for me. I'm giving all of it away. Uh, right. And mm -hmm. she said, I just, I don't literally have a moment for myself. And what we ended up talking through was, well, so let's find a moment for yourself, first of all, because we're talking about a moment, right? We're not talking about hours or days. Right. You just said, I don't have a moment for yourself. So we're going to start with a moment. And we slowly walked through, if you had a moment, what would you do? Hmm. And that went into, okay, so so what do you want your day to look like? What, what would life look like if it was better, if you had moments during the day? And there were little things like, oh, my goodness, I would love to just have, you know, beautiful pictures in my house and walk in and love what I see. And I'd love to walk in and hear jazz music. And I'd love to do this and that. And I'd love to. And she was saying a bunch of things. And the, the next question was, so why don't you get a jazz CD and put it in the corner. And the second you walk in your home, hit play. You just created what you keep saying. I want, I want, I want. Why don't you go to Goodwill and for $5 buy a piece of art that you love that somebody just didn't need anymore or wanted to donate. You don't have to go buy an $8,000 piece of art. Go to Target, go look for something that fills that piece for you. So you can, why can't you walk into your home and, and go, Ha, ah, right? Yeah. My goodness. What music you want on here? What do you want to listen to? What do you want to look hey, at? Alexa. <laughs> in the palm of your hand. And yeah. she was so caught up in talking about, I, I want this, I want this, I want this, that she didn't realize that she had it all. And mm -hmm. she could literally, within a couple of moments, make a bunch of her environments what she wanted, yeah. right? She wanted to go, but she bought, went and bought a little air freshener for her car of a scent that reminded her of something wonderful. Every time she got in her car, she took a breath and went, oh, and the endorphins started flowing, mm -hmm. right? And she smiled. It takes so little sometimes to create some of the things that you want. Sometimes it takes a long time and a lot of effort. Find those little things and change them now, do them now. And you will find those moments. You will find that happiness. You will find that, that attitude shift, the mindset shift, just moments of those things build up. And that is so key. Yeah, I agree. I feel like it's like this idea of reverse engineering some of the stuff that, cause like what I can picture out of, I'm taking your example and layering it in with some of my clients. It's like, when I lose that weight, 
my home, my feelings, my all of this will exist. You know, like they picture their thinner self with the music, with the art, with the, and it's like, start with the quicker tangible things and you will become that next piece of it. But again, it all goes back to having the faith that that's actually going to work to take that next step. And that's where like Robin and I said yesterday, if you don't have the faith in yourself or in the process, borrow our faith <laughs> until you can see it because it it will work. But you have to you have to believe at some point that it will, will work because that's the only way we stick with it, right? And, and the only way that you're ever going to be able to shift a belief system is if you take some action. Because until you do something and experience yeah. it, it yeah. you're not going to think your way to, to believing it. You're not, you're not going to. And so, but you can do your way to believing it because then you've got data and then you can check your data. And you can make stuff up all you want because we all do right in our own heads. But when you just go back and say just the facts, the facts tell you the real story. And so now you can check the data and go, well, every time I've done that, it's worked. <laughs> and at some point you're going to start to realize, then why don't I just go do that instead of complaining or, or making the excuse or, or beating myself up? Why don't I just go do that? And the more you do it, it's the, the very foundation of confidence. You're not going to think your way to confidence. You're not going to talk your way to confidence. Yeah. You're going to build your confidence by going and doing. And you're going to trip and you're going to fall. And it's not going to work sometimes. And sometimes it is. But the more you do it, the more you believe it. And as soon as you believe it, now you have all the confidence you need to go do whatever else you need to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Yes. Oh, we definitely, we went a little longer for you all today because we are closing out our ABCs to success of 2022. Next time you see us, we'll be in a fresh year. It'll be 2023, which is crazy to think about. We're going to, again, bring you power coaching through Robin and I together, but also through invited guests onto our LinkedIn lives. So be prepared for that if you have... Um, coaching questions, or if you're like, uh, I, that scares me to death, but I'll do it. I would like some free coaching that we're starting a little list and sign up for that. You can find me, um, direction, not perfection. And you can reach out to me on healthaccountabilitycoach.com. I have a form that you would fill out where you could just say, I would like to join you and Robin. Robin, where would you like to send people? Uh, you can go to my website, robinjsax.com, and lots of free videos, free articles, also ways to work with me. If that's something of interest, feel free to reach out. And uh, I am on LinkedIn often, so feel free. Uh, you can follow me on there. I do share a lot of tips and tools surrounding uh, around things like confidence and stress management and self-talk, those types of things, performance mindset. Uh, or if you'd like to connect, if there's a reason to do that, I would certainly welcome that. Yes. Yay. Yes. All right. We wish everybody an amazing, happy, healthy, safe rest of your holiday season and new year. The sun is like, oh, shining down. That's so cool. This is our new year. (laughs) Yes. And cheers again, Robin. Thank you for being you and all that you do. Thank you, Lindsay. It's been such a pleasure. I'm so glad our paths crossed. And uh, I appreciate you so much. I appreciate you. And we appreciate everybody who joins us. And uh, have an amazing rest of your year. 
happy, healthy New Year, everyone. We'll see you on the flip side, right? Thank you for listening today. Whether you are working with me personally or just letting these podcasts speak into your life, I truly appreciate you trusting me on your journey, and I will always have some free materials waiting for you on my website at healthaccountabilitycoach.com. I have habit trackers, meal planning worksheets, blank calendars where you can track your daily successes. Come check it out and always feel free to reach out if you need any referrals, if you are seeking your own accountability, or if you just want to say hello and provide your beautiful insight and feedback. I appreciate your valuable time and listening ears. This topic served any purpose for you or you can picture that exact person who needed this. I'm always honored when you share the episode. We are making 2022 the year that we are going to pour motivation and inspiration onto others. I also always appreciate it when you leave a review on iTunes and rate the podcast. I send you off with all the praise and momentum you deserve for staying open-minded to new information, keeping that open mind to the idea that our journey will look different now, five years from now, slow and steady, y'all. It's not always instant gratification and not always that exciting but a much gentler and redeeming path that will serve you well throughout all the years and every season of life. Cheers to health and happiness.